Welcome to another episode of Off the Handlebars Podcast. Thank you for being here. I do want to give a disclaimer that this episode was recorded via video on my computer and the guest's phone. So it sounds like I'm talking over them, but there is just a lag in it um, a little bit after the 20-minute mark. I promise it's still a good episode, but just want to give you a forewarning um, that there is a little bit of lag in the video. However, I hope you enjoy. Thanks. Four. Wait, five. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Off the Handlebars Podcast. I'm your host, B. Shanice, and I am here today to talk about amazing friendships and maturity and, and security um, between these two lovely ladies that I have with me today. Um, we are going to start with introductions. So, uh, Jada, if you'd like to start, tell the people who you are. Hello, everyone. I am Jada. I'm Brittany's sister. Um, yeah, I live in Arizona, and Courtney has been my best friend since we were in second grade. Um, I just turned 26 and just trying to live my best life. Period. Courtney, introduce yourself. Um, I am Courtney. I've been rocking with both Brittany and Jada for some years now. I consider them both my sisters. Um, I am actually a model and a personal trainer. I've been knocking off a bunch of goals of mine, and I'm happy to finally say those things. So, yeah, I'm 25. Awesome. We're proud of you, sister. Um, So we start every episode with three good things. So I will begin mine, then Courtney can do hers, and Jada can do hers. So my first good thing is that um, I... (laughs) got out of routine last week I talked on the last episode about like basically how I needed a break like I needed help like it just the routine was just doing too much on my body and in my life and um although it was at the expense of legend getting sick but I didn't have to take him to school or pick him up for three days straight and it was absolutely amazing so I love that and we got to spend extra quality time so um that's a good thing Uh, My second good thing is my brother sent Legend a box of clothes and some shoes, which I thought was really, really sweet for him to think about him and do that. So um, that's one good thing and less things I have to buy as a mom. So here for it. And then my last good thing is medicine balls from Starbucks, because now that we are not feeling the best, those are saving our lives. So those are my three good things. Courtney, what's yours? Um, number one on the list is going to be my siblings. I have two younger siblings. I have a two-year-old brother and a seven-year-old sister. And they called me this week because it was snowing in Michigan. And they just bring so much joy to my life. And just thinking about things that I'm grateful for, they're at the top of my list. So yeah. Um, the second thing is going to be, um, like I mentioned before, just kind of, uh, Having things come to fruition, I'm just really thankful for the positions that I've been in and just the opportunities that I've had recently. Um, And then the last thing, I'm thankful to be able to travel. Just this past weekend, I was able to see you guys and catch up with everyone. Um, My Uber driver like two weeks ago was just talking about how she's only been on one flight and her husband has never flown before. So it just kind of puts in perspective um, just how grateful to be to be able to travel. I love that. Love that. Those are good. All right, Jada, your turn. 
Um, my three good things are one, number one is that the weather in Arizona is turning back to rain. Um, cause I was really struggling with the cold. I do not do well at all. Um, number two is that, um, Pilates is right now is just making me, it's getting me through. So I'm so thankful for it. And I'm so thankful that I still can go and with my life circumstances just can still pay for it. So that's just a blessing to me. Um, and then number three would be, I'll get to see my family whenever I want. If I want to go fly out today and get to see my family and, you know, when really, whenever I want to get up and go, I can do. So I've definitely been blessed in that sense too, because not a lot of people can do that and they don't have the time to do that. And so, yeah. I love that. Not a lot of people can do that at all, like ever, let alone at the convenience that you can do it at. So in the price, right? Because that's why a lot of people don't do it too, because it costs mm -hmm. money. Um, so speaking of costing money, <laughs> um, I just made a reel about what I did with my bonus. So when it launches tomorrow, you guys are gonna be like, wow, like that's where, that's where, you're, yeah, that's where your money goes. Um, but all right, let's jump into friendship. I have had a lot of different friends um, just growing up. I've had a lot of different friend groups that I was part of. And I've also had like friends that are short, shorter term that I haven't known as long. And then I've known, I have friends that I've known longer. I've also had a lot of fallouts with a lot of my friends. So you guys mentioned you've been friends since second grade. So how do you do it? I mean, you're growing up now. You're in your 20s. Obviously, it's been you've literally grown up together. Um, and I get the sister dynamic, which I think a lot of uh, like women friendships or girl friendships kind of go through. But like, what's the secret sauce, y'all? Because I have been alive longer than you. And I don't even have a friendship as long as y'all's besides you two. <laughs> this is a good question. I feel like nobody's really ever asked us this question. Um, I feel like the secret well, for one, I think that Courtney's my soulmate. So like, it just works. Like we're meant to be BFFs. Like we really feel like, like, I feel like nobody else understands me. Like Courtney, like, if I say the most crazy things, I'm like, but do you get it, BFF? And she's like, yeah, and I get it, but, like, you're But um, that and just, like, understanding who each other is and how, like, you know, they go about life and not judging one another, trying to be, like, give each other the most unbiased advice and just, like, knowing that we're growing up together and we're doing this life together, just, I don't know, and, like, being, like, just knowing, like, it's always solid between you two. Like, I don't know. It just always has been natural with me and Courtney, like, since we met, so. Yeah, yeah. And kind of, like, bouncing off of that, I think we hold each other accountable for when we are lacking in the friendship or just lacking in general, you know? Um, just keeping it real with each other. Um, just always trying to have each other get to the next level of the things that we've talked about for years, you know? Um and just genuinely loving each other, not to be, like, all sappy, but literally just genuinely caring about each other. Um, it's hard to not value somebody who is so important to you, you know? So I'm very thankful that we've been able to manage a friendship because, shoot, I don't even know how to manage my life, my feelings, my emotions, anything. like growing So I'm just really thankful that we made it through that and we'll continue to do what we need to do to be a strong friend group. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people, we communicate every single day. Literally. Like, it's weird if we don't. Weird if we don't talk. Like, yeah, 
talk, it's a problem. But like, if we're sad, we understand like, okay, we need each other. We need to like be there for one another. If we're mad and we know that each other doesn't want to talk, listen, I love you. Hey, love you. Hope you're doing good. Bye. Keep it pushing. Like, right. understanding the person that you're friends with and understanding that, you know, if they need their space or when they need you, like just being understanding is like very key. Yeah. And the communication part, key, 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 key. So you guys are starting out in second grade, obviously going through elementary school, middle school, high school, college, and now adulthood. Like, when do you feel like you got to this point of, okay, I understand you and like, we're soulmates locked in unconditional love type. Mm, I feel. Because that's not something you know in second yeah. grade. Uh, I think that we've been tested a lot through our friendship, um, whether that be going to separate high schools, going to college in two separate states, like having new friends, having to figure out like what each other looks like. We already knew that we were best friends. Like it just, we knew, I don't know. That probably sounds <laughs> bad, but um, yeah, Jada, you have any idea of how we have been able to do that? I feel like we understood more like okay I don't think there's anybody else that is like how I feel about like my BFF like she's she's my best friend so like I don't feel like anybody else like wants I don't want anybody else to replace her like at the end of the day like I want to go hang out with my BFF and right. I feel like, like once we went to different high schools we realized that and then once we got to like we were about to go to college and knew that our lives were going to go separate ways. We were like, okay, so regardless, like, I know this is my BFF. And it just starts to show even more, especially being long distance mm. together and then being long distance again. Like, you know, I think it really showed, like, this is my soulmate, my BFF, for real. And then, like, he keep talking about soulmates. Like, there's different soulmates you can have, like, in life. Um I'm sure we can go deeper in that a different time. But with Jada, you know, um, she's for sure locked in as my best friend, soulmate, twin flame, all that. Like, <laughs> we're like, so you guys, oh my God, this is my best friend, the number one person. We're like obsessed with each other. <laughs> Made fun of for like calling each other BFFL. We, we like Biffle and like people hate on us, which is totally fine, but it's Biffle. It's good. I feel like at the end of the day, I know Courtney gets me. She's going to understand, even though it's like crazy or if I'm about to do something crazy, she's like, okay, but I'll be here when you get back. So we'll talk about it then. Like she's just always there. So. So um, speaking of haters, um, I feel like when you have something really good and tangible that you do value, like, like Courtney said, it's really tested. Um, so how do you guys handle when, um, your friendship is tested or when people say things maybe about or comment or make an opinion about your friendship that may not be true or may not be accurate? Um, I just think for one, when we've been tested, um, we've kind of grown up together. So I feel like we kind of bounce off each other's energy. If one person is getting to like a little bit different point of growth, it's like, you know, we're attached so much that it's like, okay, like if I'm not on that level yet, like, let me get on that level. Like my BFF, I see here, like, let me do better. Like, I feel like the way we bounce each other's energy like that. So it's like, okay, well, let me try to understand where you're coming from. Cause I'm not there yet. 
And if I need to get there, like, what can we do so we can both be on the same page? Because that's really when it works best. We're both on the same flow. But haters, when they, like, say, I mean, I just feel like they're jealous. They don't have a BFF. But, like, respectfully, we let them know, like, you're not about to talk about my friend like that. Or, you know, whoever is saying or hating, like, there's we're not just going to be silent about it. Like, we're going stick up for each other when each other's not around um and just have each other's back and maybe the person may be wrong like jada might be in the wrong and i will talk to her about that a different time but if somebody's coming to me and hating on her or us like we're gonna defend ourselves because y'all don't know our friendship like we know our friendship and you don't know my friend like i know my friend so yeah So how do you get new people that come into your life to kind of respect where you are or to understand, like, not necessarily like a boundary that you have, you know, but just like maybe a protection that you guys have around you? Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people, obviously people come and go. Um, I feel like when people first come into my life and they start to figure out the dynamic of like my family and friends. Um, they usually are shocked by the fact that I've had a friend for so long because honestly, it's rare, um, you know, to have a friend for so long and to have been through so much. Um, you see people fall out all the time. Uh, so I guess it's just been they adjust to what's already been going on. They see that me and Jada are solid and they understand the friendship. And most of the time, they're either with it or they end up exiting my life. I feel like when somebody if somebody even comes in and you're trying to like figure out what the vibes are I feel like even with my family like we're super loyal so like that's just how I am with my friendships as well so you're gonna come in and you're gonna try to see like okay what are the real vibes you're gonna see that we locked in no matter what regardless if BFF don't you and you come into my life and I want you to stay like she's never gonna be like oh no like you gotta go but and be like, Jada, this is who you want in your life at the point. And so whoever's with it, you're not with it, you got to go. Because she she's going to accept you if I accept you. So, Or if they're not with it. And, um, like, sometimes you just have to understand that everyone's not going to understand your relationship. So you just have to find a good balance between, um, just between handling friendships and relationships and anybody who enters your life. And that goes for anybody, you know? Right. I think people are also, like Courtney said, they're really surprised when they realize that we've been friends for this long. And it's like, this is a real friendship. This isn't just like, no, like, I need Courtney for something or she needs me for something. Like, this is, you know, we're together to the end, even if we have nothing. So. And so, so long. Um, well, you guys keep saying friends for so long. Or when, how many years has it been? Uh Total. just figured out it was like 17 years, right? Yeah, 17 or 18. We're coming up on our 20 soon. Dead on court party, for sure. Because the thing about me and Courtney, I feel like because 17 years is a long time to be friends with somebody. So we've been at different points, like, you know, throughout those 17 years. But regardless, it's always been like Jada and Court. You know, when we're together, it's it's something. So... But I think people, yeah, that even if they don't know us or just being around us, it's just like a different energy when we're together. And let me just emphasize 17 years out of 26 years of life. So it's not yeah. like 
you know, somebody in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, who's known someone since college or, you know, after college, whatever adulthood, like 17 years, literally of 26 years of life is amazing. So I commend you guys for having that much time and that much, um, I guess, you know, resilience and persistence within making sure you continue to value what you have built and what you have between each other. Um, you guys kind of touched on not agreeing with the other one's decisions and or and or who they have in their life at that part or at that time and kind of just talking about you navigated as, you know, accepting it. Um, but I would like to know individually, like internally, like what do those talks with yourself look like? Because obviously you guys can have those talks between each other, right? And say certain things. Um, but what do those talks feel like, like with yourselves? Like if you're like, well, Jada's doing X, Y, Z, and I don't agree with it, but I got, I just got to let it go. Like, what do you say to yourself? Like, I'm going to let it go, or I'm going to talk to her then, or what does that look like? Um, I feel like for me, I first try to look in the mirror and figure out, like, if we're getting on each other's nerves or something, I try to figure out, like, what I did. And because we're women and we're emotional as it is, <laughs> I think we understand, like, each other needs some time before we you know, tackle the situation or talk about it. So I think we both do a really good job at looking inwards before we come to each other to talk about a situation. What about you, Jada? What do you think? Um, I feel like for a long time, like me and Courtney are very strong personalities. So like for a long time, like it worked because we were so strong, but we were being strong, like uh, to other people. But then it was like to a point where our strong personalities, like, you know, might clash. So I feel like just growing up and, like, becoming mature, like, at the end of the day, just because we are BFFs and we do live life together most of the time, like, there we have our own lives, we have our own interests, we have, you know, we live catch at the hip all the time. So just understanding that, like, at the end of the day, we are our own people. And if she wants to bring someone into her life that I don't agree with or I want to do something like that, at the end of the day, like, I want my BFF to be happy. That's when our friendship works the best is when we're both happy. So if that's what makes you happy, that is what it is. But it always hasn't been like that. But I think that just comes with maturity. Mm -hmm. Understanding that, like, your friends' lives are not your lives. So there has to be at some point of understanding, like, you have your own life, you have your own business. What other people do cannot affect you to the point where you don't want to be friends with them, like, because they want to have somebody around, like. That can be hard. That can be really, really hard to just let the person that you care about either like just do what they do and they know that it's not a good situation or we know that it's not a good situation. It's hard to just sit back and I guess be mature sometimes, but it's necessary in order to make it work. I also think that when you're in that space, it's more of you being selfish. Like, well, I don't want my friend to be taken away from me or my friend is doing this but I think she should be doing this like no it's probably more about you <clears throat> but you gotta kind of figure out like what is upsetting you that much about it and we've had our fair share of work working through that so we know what that looks like definitely times where we're like okay are we really worried about our best friend or are we worried about us like which mm -hmm. yeah I think um you guys touched on a couple good points one is people feeling like entitled to who you are your time almost like a possession type deal right um where they're like well she didn't call me for x amount of times or she didn't respond to this or she was 
you know, um, hype about something else that it had nothing to do with me, but what about me and what I need her to be hyped for me about. Um, so the entitlement or feeling like, well, I didn't get invited to this or I wasn't part of this or I didn't know this was going on, whatever the case may be. Um, just understanding that people are individuals and everybody's at the end of the day going through something and trying to process something and trying to be who they need to be for that chapter or that season of their life. Um, you guys talked about, uh, you know, having your own things to kind of work through and um, I guess just like maturing and taking a step back and looking in the mirror and being like, okay, what, what did I contribute to this? But not only that, like, why am I making it about me? Right. So I'm being either selfish or I'm insecure about something that has, you know, you know, hit a nerve or something like that. Um, and then just growing up uh, together and getting to, you know, young adulthood and trying to figure out like, wow, like when we were 15, when we were 10, we may have tripped about X, Y, Z. Now that we're in our 20s, like, yo, life be life in. Nobody has time right. to accommodate, you know, and worship floors of people that they walk on. Um, if I, if my energy is off, like my energy is just off. I don't know what else to tell you. You can seek and you can feel probably that my energy is off. We'll talk when I'm ready. Or you can just, you know, on the other side, the person can be like, you know, hit me up when you're ready, whatever. Um, so you guys mentioned that you've had your fair share of that and kind of navigating these different seasons. So um, what are some examples, I guess, of like what you went through that you feel like you either grew the most or you matured the most or you were either like, um, I don't want to say like tested the most, but just like where you were like, okay, um, you did the most like self-reflection. I think it's a lot when each other gets in a relationship, like, because then it's like our focus is no longer on like BFs, it's now on somebody else. So it's like now, you know, regardless, you're still my BFF, but like at one point in time, like, especially when we were younger, I think that if we didn't agree with one another, we kind of didn't handle it in a way where it's like, we're more like worried about you as opposed to worried about how we feel about the situation when it your relationship isn't about me. So I think we, honestly, that's specifically one of the ones that, you know, we've definitely had like our bumps in the road with that. But realizing that if you are friends with somebody and you love somebody, you want them to be happy and it has nothing to do with you. And you can understand that sometimes their happiness is always going to be based on what you do for them or having you there. Like there's going to be other people in their lives that are going to touch them and, you know, and make them feel loved and, you know, make them feel like a friend or whatever. So I think that's kind of been a bigger challenge. Also being a part um, in college, I feel like you grow up so much. We went away. I went away to college and Courtney um, stayed back home, but like Courtney had her own life going on. So many things were happening and I wasn't there and other friends that were there for her you know, when I wasn't. So there could have been like, you know, when I was younger, I'd be worried about, like, oh, you know, are these friends going to take my place? But I just think at the end of the day, like, we both know, like, there's nothing like our BFF. So, yeah. Honestly, Jana took the words right out of my mouth, like, to a certain extent. Um, yeah, I feel like those are the times where we were most challenged. And I don't know, I think the 
main reason we got through it was communicating it. I understand. Like how it made us Um, feel and just figuring out communication is working through pretty much um, a maker or a deal breaker. Either you it makes it or breaks it in any type of relationship or friendship. So like when it's time to have those uncomfortable conversations, um, I would consider myself a very non-confrontational person. So if anybody else is out there that is also non-confrontational, like we can be BFFs because yeah, no, um, it just doesn't work well for me. But I've learned over the years, like it doesn't have to always be confrontation, right? Just addressing an issue doesn't have to equal confrontation. And not only that, but if you don't have a friend that can tell you about yourself, then they're probably not really your friend at the end of the day. Um, But when it comes to having these uncomfortable conversations where either one person's impacted by something that the other isn't, or somebody's feeling a certain type of way about something, um, or a situation happened that maybe you both were a part of, or somebody's trying to make y'all part of something that doesn't really, you know, matter have to do with just you two in general or just you two separately. Um, how do you guys approach those conversations? Like, what does that look like, especially when you don't see each other every day, right? You may talk every day, but you don't see each other every day because you are long distance again in this season. Right. I think that for us, um, we, not to say we are confrontational, but we both speak our minds and um, we're very open with, we, we, we express how we feel. We're very vocal about it. So um, I think for us to just be able to do that, we find a time that works for both of us to be able to talk about it, but not just find the time, wait for one another to be able to even approach situation to have a um like positive talk you know because at the end it's not us versus it's not us versus each other like we're trying to work through it together so i think just um setting the time aside to make sure we talk about it has really helped Mm-hmm. I think also we are both the type of people, like she said, where you were very vocal, but like I'm the type of person like I'm gonna burst if I don't say something. Especially when the person's in your face every day, like right. Like we're not just gonna keep walking on eggshells. Nobody wants to do that. So but we're like once it gets there, like sometimes it will come off sassy, like one of us will say like this and then we're like, Okay, clearly we need to have a conversation because we're not right. Like, no, this isn't right. We need to have a conversation. And we've had a lot of uncomfortable conversations. We've had a lot of nights where we sat there and cried. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, I typically have conversations when I'm drunk and 90% of the time don't remember them. You guys always have (laughs) Nine times during the conversation, we get sober because it's like (laughs) real. It's our whole buzz. Like (laughs) it's not. Yeah, but no, we definitely have had our like fair share of uncomfortable conversations. But though, I think it's we don't have any pride when it comes to each other. So because I think we've been through so much together, we've seen each other at our lowest, at our highest. Like yeah, we've been through um, each other. Been I with each 
have a lot of stuff, especially throughout the years. Pretty much your whole life. And just growing up. Um, So um, just watching you two over the years, I I always tell you guys like how much, you know, how proud I am of you as individuals, but also your friendship for you to be able to sustain something for so long, Um, for you guys to hold each other down the way you do, for you guys to have the connection that you do. Um, I truly admire it. It's something that uh, I don't have as long as you guys. Like I have friends that I've known a very long time. Don't get me wrong. Um, I've had fallen out with them as well and went times without speaking to them too. So my longest friendships, I fell out with them at some point. So what's the longest you guys have went without speaking? Hmm. I feel like maybe like two weeks. Yeah, and I feel like that was back when we were we were a long time ago, and we were literally both in different states doing a lot. Like I was a full time student, full time athlete. Jada was doing her thing in school, working. Like we had a lot going on. Right. I think I think I remember maybe like one time we got in an argument and didn't speak for a while. Um, but yeah, no longer than I would say that two week mark. Like mm-hmm. and like that does not happen anymore. Like it's not happening. It just, it's not, honestly, it's not worth it anymore. Like, I feel like we're worried about the wrong things nine times out of ten when we were arguing. Right. Life is too short. And especially because we don't live, like, <laughs> let's just live in the same place. It's just BFF like, we don't have time. Day. I mean, what to, like, else are we here anything, for? What are we doing? Like, be BSF <laughs> and be happy. Pitbull.com. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Okay. So, um, literally. <laughs> I want to talk about, um, you know, like dreams and aspirations. Obviously, you both have individual goals and things, um, but I would love to hear what you would love to see the other one either accomplish or do or what you wish for them in their lives. That's a good one. Jada, you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. Um, I just want to continue to see my BFF thrive and just understand that like her potential is endless and keep like understanding that. Cause I feel like for a long time it was like, we were reminding her like Courtney, like you have so much potential. So for you to understand that and keep thriving in it and like living it to the fullest, I just want to see you continue to do that. Cause I'm so proud of you. Thank you. That was so cute. Um, I think for Jada, I want to see her genuinely happy and doing something that she's passionate about. Um, Jada is a big, has a big heart, whether it comes to her family, her friends, like anybody really. So I just want to see her, um, I guess, her mama, her daddy, her brother, her sister, by everybody, whether that's a boy, a legend, a boss, like. (laughs) another friend, anything like come to legend be trying to be <laughs> right. Exactly. Happy and um, yeah, I love that. That's really good right. for um and Jada too. Um, I want to let you both know that um right. my aspirations uh, for both better. of you I as a him. unit <laughs> that you guys are. I, I don't have one without the other. Um, but both of you as a unit and as young ladies who um I feel like are way wiser beyond their years. Um, who have probably watched me make so many mistakes in my life and go about situations that probably wasn't either the healthiest or the, the wisest way to handle things. Um, 
I just want you both to be healed and happy. Um, I'm not saying that you all are broken people. I'm just saying that you've both been through a lot um, from childhood through your young adulthood. And um, I just want to see you guys healed. I want to see everybody healed. I want everybody to go to therapy. I want everybody to live their best life. Um, I want everybody to be emotionally intelligent. I want everybody to be able to handle hard conversations. I want everybody to be able to you know, um, have a friend that they can either go to or confide in and feel like it's a safe space. I want everybody to have that. Um, but specifically for you two, I want you to, to always remember, um, and cherish what you guys have and what you have built and what you have continued to do. Um, Courtney, I mean, you've, you've lived with us and my family, like so many times. I mean, I, I don't know, a life without you. I never want to know a life without you. Not that I expect that for that to happen, but I just want you to know, like, you're equally as accepted and welcomed, you know, as Jada is. Sometimes we might kick Jada out and just have you over. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, I, I just want you both to be healed and thriving and happy and fulfilled in life. I don't want you guys to just go through the motions and feel like you're just here trying to figure it out. Obviously, your 20s are about figuring it out. Like, make all the mistakes do all the things. Your 30s are where you literally level up. It's like your 20s, but you're so much smarter and you have so much more money. Like it's lit here. Trust me. You have a lot more boundaries. You're a lot more um, confident in who you are. You're a lot more um, just happier with like your life decisions and what you you make. And you realize that if you're not happy with something, it's up to you to change it and control it. Like I feel like in our 20s, a lot of times we feel like things are out of our control because we start out in college where school still running our life right like we get out of high school but then we are in college and then like it's up to us to show up to class but then also like if we don't what the what does the rest of our life look like like it's literally has our life in their hands um so yeah i just want the best for you both obviously i'm always here for you and um if you ever need anything um i'm available i might be sleeping with my phone on silent so you know, there's certain times you can call and I probably won't answer. However, if you need me, I'm here. Um, my, my door's always open to you and whoever you are with. Um, and yeah, I just love you guys and I appreciate you coming on. I do want to do our off the handlebars moments. Um, so who wants to start? <laughs> okay. I'll start. I'll start. My off the handlebars moment isn't uh, involving alcohol, but it does involve being a woman and experiencing being on my cycle. Um, I literally have no self-control and I fly off the handlebars and I literally can't help myself. I eat so much chocolate. Candy, I love it. And off the handlebars doesn't have to always be um, um, either, or like a drunken moment. That's that just what my life has tended to be thus far. But I'm a girl one day. Jada, your turn. My off the handlebars moments, they usually happen more when I'm, you know, under the influence. Um, I was doing good, guys. I really was. I was staying strong. And then... My brother's birthday came around and I was like, oh, it's time to celebrate. So I celebrated for sure. Got extremely lit. Extremely. Um, I knew my limit at one point to stop drinking. So once we got to the club, I stopped drinking. But 
before Lord, then, when I, I do, didn't remember I've had so many 12 those. minutes of my life, I called somebody 12 times that I shouldn't have been calling. And I woke up the next morning like, Lord, <laughs> why? Lord, what did I and I didn't know what I said because I didn't remember. It's like I, that was the only part of the night that I didn't remember. And then I was like, okay, I texted everybody like, okay, do I, do I hit him up? Like, Hey, <laughs> what did I say? I'm sorry for what I said. Oh, <laughs> like, that's what hilarious. I, do, um, I, I just had to so let it go. And I always get like, really down maybe I should keep I don't remember. And something was said, me. and I'm like, Ooh, what did I say? Like that. Um, <laughs> so my off the handlebars moment is, um, for this week. Dang, I forgot what it was, what I was originally going to say. So this one's just coming to mind. So I'm going to say this one now. Right. It is that um, I bawled out last weekend when my family was here. I literally swiped my card. I had no worries. I didn't even like worry at the time. Like I knew how much money I had left in my quote unquote spending budget, but I didn't even worry at the time. And then by the time I like sat down and looked at it, I was like, Oh, I get my bonus in a couple of days. So it's no big deal. Money is an energy exchange. It comes to me in abundance. So it is what it is. But, um, my spending is the highest it's been probably since, Ooh, I don't even know if it's ever been this high, but we had an amazing time. And it was very, it was very unplanned, might I add. Amen. So that's probably why I also flew off the handlebars with it. But um, we had the best time. I'm so happy you guys came down. And I can't believe mom literally celebrated her birthday in Charlotte. Like, I never thought I'd see the day. Literally. Honestly, I wish to talk about their off the yeah. handlebars um because we, we definitely had a time bars family. and um, i, I actually told a little bit about like, what happened together. last weekend on my like last episode so like if you haven't listened yet super crazy out. so we're um, like but we're I gonna go to thank courtney and we're Zeta gonna go for all the way today guys where can they find you what's your next projects what are you guys working on courtney you can start Okay, so find me on IG at Courtney or at Get Right with KD. And for me, um, what's next? I actually have um, some surprising things in the works for my brand. Um, if you're needing Love. a coach, a virtual coach, um, I have a better experience coming for my clients and I'm super excited. Make sure to follow me on both the pages and I'll be launching something very soon. Um, yeah, find me on Instagram. At Jada Jordan or on TikTok. I'm trying this TikTok life, Amen. but TikTok is giving extremely humbling. <laughs> at J underscore underscore J zero zero. Um, and what I have coming next is wherever God takes me. Because at this point, I'm giving God's will. Um, I definitely live I a different life, um, a well, very unconventional life than a lot of people do. Your, and your I just be ready for what comes next. My life just every two months so we'll see what happens <laughs> okay uh i don't even know my tiktok name i'm not gonna lie i, <laughs> I 
or underscore KD23, something like that. But if you go to my, if you go to my Instagram and you scroll down to my little link tree, it'll be there. You just click it, it'll open up the ad profile, and then five minutes um then this is definitely for you um and um if anybody has had a lifelong friendship either that you've known from elementary school or up until you know from college and you're just a little bit older um i'd love to hear about it on the post or in the comments um for this episode um also i was gonna say one more thing um um mm. Oh, if anybody has um, advice on how to withstand a long-term friendship or a long-distance friendship um, that you've had, I'd love to hear that in the comments as well. So thank you both for being here. Congratulations on almost 20 years of J&K um, and your maturity and security and your BFF soulmates. I love you guys, and I will talk to everybody else next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.